It's time to open the palace doors and Jedi rock. It's time for Creatures of Return of the Jedi. Strap in Anaheim and come take a ride with the best panel at Star Wars Celebration. Featuring live on stage, Blast Voice, Kurt Thatcher, and Tom Spina. They're talking all the weird aliens of Jabba's palace, including Weeba Weeba. You can't beat that deal anywhere. Creatures to Jabba's palace, Sunday, May 29th, 2 p.m. in the Twin Suns room, only at Star Wars Celebration. survive. Leave us alone. When the time comes, he must be trained. Like you trained his father? You still want Kenobi. He's gone. Maybe you've been looking in the wrong places. I want every lowlife and bounty hunter to squeeze him. You can't wait, Obi-Wan! You can't escape him! to a surprise bonus episode number 310 with Blast Points is Jason. And it's Gabe. It's like it's a surprise, but it's not a surprise, right? Because we knew, we, had, we all had a pretty good feeling that a Kenobi trailer was coming today. We're recording this on May the 4th, right? We all pretty much knew something that Kenobi was coming. Well, we hoped something Kenobi was coming. I don't think we really knew for sure. It's true. <laughs> Because this might be the the first May the 4th that actually had a lot. 
That's true. Last year we had Bad Batch. That's, yeah. Did Bad Batch start on May 4th? It did. Yeah, the big double episode, yeah, which was awesome. Man, that seems so long ago. You're right. So I guess last year got us ready for stuff. Yeah, but today we had a quickie little Kenobi tease, and it got the Kenobi fever pumping again. So let's play Let's play the intro. Relax. Take a deep breath. Hello there. Hello there. Hello there. Okay, so when this came out this morning, Wednesday morning, May the 4th, I don't, my thought going into like uh, the the trailer for the Kenobi show, I really thought we were going to be getting something like, okay, this one is going to be all in in the story. We're going to get a lot of story, and I was fearful of what we were getting with this trailer. But it it almost was like more of a teaser than the first teaser, kind of. Yeah, it was just like teaser teaser plus because it kind of started with the recap of the last teaser and then it just teased some more tease of other teases of the same tease from the first tease with a few new teases teasing in just to tease it up a bit. It was, a, it was an exploration of the teases we saw in the first teaser trailer. But still, it's a Red Hot Sizzler. It got me pumped up it got me thinking about kenobi again it got me ready i was like oh this thing is like weeks away we've been going so crazy with celebration stuff talking about craziness and attack of the clones and it's like oh, yes thank you for reminding me not that i needed reminding that this kenobi thing is coming really soon and it's going to kill us all kenobi fever intensified today i ordered a t-shirt today finally i got the logo t-shirt so you know things are heating up. <laughs> that way on Wednesday mornings you can you can wear it like the night before when you wake up and see yourself in the mirror, you can remember that it's Kenobi Day. Just in case you're you can't remember it while you're sleeping, even though you won't be able to sleep because it's Kenobi Day. Just in case I get so excited and I wake up in the morning and I forget what I'm doing, I can just look down at my chest and be like, Oh, yes, Kenobi. Yeah. That's when your neighbors find you. They'll know why. Oh, okay. That's why he's naked sleeping in uh the, our backyard again with just that t-shirt on that kenobi t-shirt <laughs> so i just wake up in the sand on a beach somewhere oh <gasps> but yeah overall this teaser trailer it's mysterious i can't say yeah afterwards we know a whole lot more or have clarification on what exactly is going on in the show but still it's it's a magnificent tease I don't know. What were your thoughts after viewing this this morning? Yeah, a lot of the same where I was expecting this to be like, like you said, the one that kind of explains what the story is. But then by the end, I was like, well, of course, this is what it is, because the TV show trailers have all been very vague and don't really tell you what the story is. We didn't know what was going on with Mando before we went in. We didn't know what was going on with Mando season two before we went in. We really didn't know that much about Book of Boba before we went in, so I shouldn't have been surprised that this was kind of more the same of just getting glimpses of the of the characters in the world and not really getting any answers. But 
it looks cool. There's Inquisitors, there's Obi-Wan, there's spaceships, there's water planets with Inquisitor bases on it. There's Tatooine. It still kind of looks like a live action version of the animated shows. We got little hints of Vader. So there's some, there's some tasty bits in there. The thing that this teaser was really getting to me with was when Reva or Reva, I don't, we, we won't know how to pronounce her name until the show comes out, but when she is yelling to Obi-Wan, you can't escape him. And when when I heard that this morning, I was just like, yeah, you can't, Obi-Wan. You're forever linked to Anakin, Darth Vader. His shadow is looming over everything he does for the rest of his life. And I, I just thought that line was so cool of like, yeah, in the moment, like, yeah, he's coming for you right now in the show, Kenobi. He's going he's gonna to find you. We know that this showdown is happening. But, yeah, in a, in a broader sense, Obi-Wan cannot escape Darth Vader slash Anakin Skywalker. Yeah, they did a really good job with what little dialogue is in this trailer of picking the best lines to get the most out of it because yeah there's not a lot of words but the words they're heavy words they carry a lot of weight and the, the other thing i was really thinking about just with this show in general and this is something we talked about with our previous kenobi trailer episode you know it starts again with the lucasfilm logo being blown away the shifting sands the sand you know the shifting sand always symbolizing change and this trailer kind of with with the foreboding stuff with Vader at the end, it just made me think, too, is like, how does the Kenobi show end? But not like I want to know, but like, how does the change for Obi-Wan come about in this show? How does this show end not being just a colossal bummer, too? Yeah, but it almost seems like, too, that it has to kind of, maybe end with Vader thinking Kenobi is dead so that he stops looking for him. And that maybe the, the good thing that happens is the twins are safe because Obi-Wan got Vader off the scent and Vader now thinks that Obi-Wan's not around anymore. And he gets himself some, some space or some time to kind of get back to what he was doing before. I don't know. Yeah. Because he can't he doesn't win at the end. Right. Nobody wins. But he doesn't necessarily lose either because we still get a new hope afterwards. So Well, and I say nobody wins, but in a way, Obi-Wan does win because he survives and hope survives in Luke and Leia. But something has to happen for Obi-Wan to go from the the stay hidden the war's done, we lost, to you must come with me to Aldera, you must learn the ways of the Force, you know, like, that kind of, we've got to go do this kind of spirit and giving Luke the lightsaber and just kind of like, let's go, and looking over at Luke and Leia in the Death Star and knowing that it all wasn't for nothing. Well, it's interesting because it's almost like 
Yeah, he and he's going to end with a positive outlook on the twins, Luke especially, and and with hope for the future. But he also ends with kind of giving up completely on Anakin. Right. Yeah. Because in Jedi, yeah, it's you got him and Yoda. You got to you got to kill him. Yeah. There's no there's no hope for him. It's over. So there's there's like a, a good and bad ending to this series potentially of hope for the future, but kind of closure, I guess, on the past with just giving up on Anakin or, or maybe seeing that the person he thought was still there is not there anymore, even though he is still there. So yeah, I, I don't know what they're going to do, <laughs> but it's like, that makes me wonder too, if we, ha- we have an Obi-Wan in this series who is still kind of beating himself up for his failure with Anakin, kind of like the scene with Owen in this trailer, where it still it still stings really bad. And I still wonder if at some point in this series, if Kenobi will try and reach out, not to Vader, but to Anakin Skywalker. Like that, that scene at the very end of the trailer when he like, sure seems like he's sensing something horrible. But I wonder if he t- tries to be like, I know you're st- like what Luke did in Jedi and you used to be this Anakin Skywalker. And I want to talk to that person, not Darth Vader. And if Obi-Wan just hits a brick wall with that, he may then come out of this whole experience being like, yeah, I've got to stop blaming myself and I've got to look to the new hope. I've got to look to tomorrow, you know, almost the opposite of Qui-Gon's teachings, you know, not keep your concentration on the here and now, but on the future, on the horizon. Oh, it's interesting is that it's almost like maybe Obi-Wan does initially make progress with reaching the Anakin invader and it, and maybe seeming like he is going to change him. And then that ultimately leads him to close himself off even more. Because it does sound like, doesn't Vader even say, like, Obi-Wan used to think he could change him? Right. Obi-Wan once thought as you did. Yeah. Right. So maybe maybe that's kind of where he's able to stop trying because he does try and, and realizes that it doesn't, it's not going to work. Not realizing that you know, it coming from Luke is going to be different. I don't know. That's that's what this uh, this this teaser trailer, this trailer got me thinking about it's the good stuff the hot stuff the juicy fruit if you will it's like a whole pack of juicy fruit <laughs> you could chew them all at once but you might not be able to talk afterwards so it's better to just do one do one a week maybe your first week it's some really good juicy fruit and you gotta put two in your mouth at the same time <laughs> it's true because you're it's been so long since you had it you're like i'm just gonna throw two of these in here but then you realize maybe maybe i would have been okay with just one maybe it would have been better all right so let's get into the trailer let's do what we do let's break down bit by bit chunky bit by chunky bit shifting sands the lucasfilm logo blows away then we got a cloudy sky and a ship comes zooming by to go to the city planet which has a name, which I cannot remember. 
I don't remember either. But uh, yeah, it's cool. There's a new city planet. It's got lights. It's got buildings. It looks exciting. We get spaceships. There's a lot of spaceships in this teaser for just a few just a few minutes. Not even what a minute, minute and a half. Give the people what we want. Want some want some spaceships. So we got a bunch of troopers walking, led by the fifth brother. Kind of saw this shot uh, in the previous one. We hear Obi-Wan saying, they're coming. And then we got the Grand Inquisitor and the world-class wrecking crew of Inquisitors on Tatooine. I really like this part. This shot looks really cool with them walking in their their spooky ship. It's all cloudy and, and tan. And they just look angry. Just walking down the middle of the street in Tatooine wearing capes. Yeah. Most people park in the outskirts. They just park right in front. They're going to go get some soft serve <laughs> from the uh, – their Tatooine's got good soft serve. They're going to park right in front, go cut in line. <laughs> this cruising through all in black in the desert in heat. Yeah. This is so outrageous. I love it. Grand Inquisitor is all about – Summertime and soft serve. He's gonna get he's gonna get his cone dipped in the darkness with some chocolate on it. Keep it dark. Give me the darkest chocolate you have and a very tiny cone. <laughs> so Obi-Wan is saying again, like, stay hidden. Uh we got the fifth brother. He's staring down some person on Tatooine wearing a little hat. Obi-Wan is saying, Yeah, stay hidden or we will not survive. And then we see the shot again of the the Lars homestead. Luke sitting on top of the, the little house. Then we got Uncle Owen just chilling. He's got his arm up and he's saying, leave us alone. It was so nice to hear Joel Edgerton's slightly older, grumpier Owen voice. I like his new Owen, his older Owen voice we're getting here. And Obi-Wan, when the time comes, he must be trained. And then, <laughs> Uncle Bummer, like you trained his father. <laughs> Obi-Wan's uh, poncho bursts into flames and disintegrates. You got burned, Kenobi. <laughs> just, it made me think about Uncle Owen, too. And just about every line in A New Hope is a bummer. He's n- never, ever good news. It's a hard life. It's true. Moisture farming. I wouldn't be happy moisture farming. He doesn't make enough for soft serve. He just has to watch people eat it. He doesn't even know what it tastes like anymore. Everything just you ever ask Owen Lars is just a bummer answer. We didn't realize that he's actually like second cousins to uh, Panaka. Looks pretty bad. Panaka. The whole the bummer family line. Everything is terrible. More likely they were wiped out. None of this is going to work. Baru is like, do you like your soft serve, Owen? He's like, no, it's terrible. Too cold. It hurts my teeth. Yeah, it's too soft. Also, no Baru. I was really <laughs> hoping just a little bit of Baru in this teaser, but no, we're going to have to wait. I know. I know. They're holding back, but they know. They, they put a little bit too much Baru in here. No one will be talking about anything else. Just go Baru crazy. Take your time. Slowly give us Baru. <laughs> right. She might not show up till the second episode just so people can get ready. We'll just, they'll just be <laughs> talking about Baru, but we won't see her. People just be saying, where's Baru? 
we'll just hear the food processors sound from like the other room. Just hear calling Luke. 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 Okay. So then we've got Reva, Reva, depending on where you're from, she's walking into the Inquisitor place, the water, the water Inquisitor castle. There's TIE fighters on the roof. It's pretty cool. Did you see there's a Imperial shuttle too? I did. Off to the side? I did. I sure yeah. did. I sure did. Yeah. Yeah, I sure yeah. did. You got a bunch of Inquisitors looking at a map. Pretty cool. I'm really looking forward to just seeing Inquisitors hanging out in their Inquisitor base. I don't know what it is about it, but I like it. Just talking Inquisitor stuff. I think just them being underwater, looking at maps, walking in hallways, big windows. I think later on there's the there's the windows into the water. So Straight out of Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah, I just hope they're just like quizzing each other about how evil they are. Are you feeling evil today? <laughs> so you got Kenobi riding his Eopi in the desert. And then it looks like, are these probes getting shot out of the top of the evil Inquisitor water castle? I believe so. And later on in the trailer, there's a probe droid blown up in the background. Yeah, when Kenobi is fighting a bunch of stormtroopers on Tatooine. Yeah, there's a crashed probe droid. So this next shot is really cool of Reva on a rooftop, like looking where the action is and seeing a laser, a laser gun fight across the city. And I'm assuming realizing that that's where Kenobi is because wherever he goes, there's trouble. And then we have one of my favorite parts of the entire trailer, the Kenobi mugshot. The Revenge of the Sith promo picture. <laughs> yeah, I just about spit out my coffee this morning. His <laughs> glamour shot from the Academy. <laughs> it kind of reminded me of in Star Trek Two when Kirk has to log on to look at the Genesis plans. And there's that horrible picture of William Shatner, like driver's license picture. Oh. <laughs> that's, a, that's a deep cut for anyone listening. But yeah, I just love the the, the promo photo. It's like the it's like the photo from the the visual dictionary or something of of Obi Wan. But listen, I love it. It's great. It just got to remind remind us how oh he was so handsome in the last one. <laughs> now he's all scruffy. Then okay, this next shot. This took me a little... I, I think I was in denial the first time I saw it of what we're actually looking at here. And then word started spreading on the internet of what we're actually looking at right after the mugshot. It's like a forlom. I guess, people saying it really is forlom, four LOM, depending on where you're from. With glowing green eyes. Oh, for the money. For the love of money. Yeah. We've... Almost never seen for LOM, for LOM, again, depending on where you're from, in hot action like this. Just think about it, Gabe. We we might hear for LOM's voice. What does that sound like? I, I can't even imagine. No, I can't. I can't even. I don't even want to think yeah. about it. Maybe his, he just speaks by changing his eye color like a, like the the old Simon game. And when you want to talk to him, you have to, like, touch his eyes and match the pattern to talk back. 
<laughs> so just turn them off. <sighs> well, even if it's not for LOM, it's a droid bounty hunter with glowing green eyes. So right there, that's reason enough to watch this show. So well, yeah, because watch it'll be just like in Mandalorian where we're like, oh my god, it's IG eighty eight. And it's like, no, it's IG eleven. <laughs> This'll be <laughs> five lom. <laughs> Two lom. No, his name will be N L O V, because we'll all be in love with him. <laughs> Oh, so then the guy Kenobi is like in an alleyway or something. He's all dressed in white. He's got a different outfit on. It's like Fancy Man Kenobi, and he's fighting a Zabrak in a sweater and a turtleneck. Did you notice that? Did you watch this in yeah. slow motion? Yeah, it's like Obi Wan in a hallway just fighting alien dudes who just got out of the club. <laughs> It's a straight up like sweater jacket, and he's got. I think he has like a turtleneck shirt. <laughs> well, Kenobi's wearing like a rain poncho or something. Yeah, it's it's or a hoodie. He's just wearing a hoodie. There's some crazy outfits in this show. <laughs> I get to this like there's the the Riva dialogue where she says, "I want every low life and bounty hunter to squeeze him," and I was just like, "Ooh, yeah, I want to squeeze him too." Well, this is all neat, too, because this just reminds me of Clone Wars when, when they gave Obi-Wan a different face and he was just fight, hanging out with bounty hunters and stuff. So it's like, it's you know, it's, it's his element. He's getting back to his roots. I was just so happy this morning when I saw that Zabrak in a sweater. I was like, yes, that's that's what I want. I want more human clothes in Star Wars. We got, we got such a high point with the Mon Calamari with the cable knit sweater. And now, yeah, just a Zabrak in a zip up sweater thing and a turtleneck let's let's go somebody better be working on the cosplay for anaheim right now yeah well you can just go to go to walmart and get a windbreaker you're halfway there so then we got reva she's at the in the spooky castle there's uh some purge troopers at first i thought they were deaf troopers and i got all excited but they're the purge troopers it looks like from fallen order but who knows we 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 could have because they got the the little pal, because they got like that little pauldron thing. Yeah, I, every time I've watched the trailer, I'm so distracted by how shiny the floor is and that she has her <laughs> lightsaber out that I didn't even notice those two guys walking next to her. Uh, yeah, I got excited. Hoping they're deaf troopers. Well, one day, or maybe they're going to be the rebels deaf troopers. Hello. What an amazing castle you got here. Look at all this. It's just floors so shiny. They've got a soft serve machine. Jolly good. I know we're talking about Kenobi, but you know, in in one of maybe the next season of Mandalorian or one of the other Favreau Filoni shows, those death troopers are gonna come back with the with the British accents. You know they are. Jolly good show. Here we are. We're back. <laughs> Oh, maybe the Ahsoka show. Because the Ahsoka show, it's going to be very much tied into Rebels. It's going to be like Rebels Part 2. So, yeah. you know, if, if you're going to bring if you're gonna bring, bring back the jolly good Death Troopers, that, that'd be the place. So, yeah, then we have Kenobi. He's fighting some Stormtroopers. It looks like, is that to the left? Is that the space bus that we saw Obi-Wan riding on in the, the previous teaser? <sighs> I was thinking that at first, but now that I, I mean, color-wise, maybe it's something else. Because this this shot I was most confused by because it seems like it should be Tatooine, but 
it looks different than we've seen Tatooine before because there's like little desert plants and the way the hills and stuff like, so if it's Tatooine, it's a part we haven't been to before, but, or it's just like construction equipment. Cause it does look like later, right. With the, as we go on and we get that droid, like they're in a mine or something. Right. It kind of has some solo Kessel mine vibes a little bit. Well, and there is that crashed probe droid in the back and that, if it is Tatooine, and if we see probe droids going through Tatooine, that's like that's a nightmare. That's like, oh no, yeah, it's bad news. It's neat too how much we're potentially going to see Kenobi just using his blaster. Well, yeah, I mean, totally because he can't really whip out the saber. I think we've talked about this before because as soon as he takes out the saber. Then we're in trouble. Then he's in trouble. Yeah, it's like his his wanted meter goes up if he takes that out. So, but just the idea of like all blaster Kenobi is is kind of exciting. It's like now Kenobi gets to join the the elite club with uh, Luke and Ray, basically of the Jedi's who use blasters. Sometimes, I guess uh, Ezra too a little bit. So then we got our weird droid friend with a blaster, and then we see our droid friend like pushing a stormtrooper like what's the deal with this droid friend is this droid friend like one of the most important characters of the show i hope so i hope he's the real the real star he's a big a big chunky droid yeah i want to know more about this droid friend so mysterious he's got glowing eyes well now we know in the last teaser that that definitely was a big droid yeah, it's not like a person in a suit or something. It's like a big, yeah, big chunky like it's like a it looks like like a labor droid, like a droid if I had to guess like that would be like it's it's duty is to like pick up heavy boxes or something. It's got like a big chunky backpack thing on it and it just looks big and heavy. It's not like an 88 droid or a 99. Yeah, cuz he looks like he could beat up K2SO. Right. It's like if K2SO started lifting weights and ate a lot of robot protein. So then we have Reva, Reva, whatever. She's looks like she's getting shot at from something overhead. She's kind of deflecting bolts with her saber. It almost looks like it's like a cannon or like a ship or something shooting at her. But it's red blaster bolts going towards her. Yeah, at some point somebody's either escaping or attacking their secret base there. Then we have Kumail Nanjiani looking nervous about something. Looks really nervous. <laughs> we, it's like one frame of him looking nervous. Just to remind us he's in the movie, in the show. Which is good because there's a big cast and, we were, and we're really only seeing like four people out of it. So it was nice to get just this little glimpse just to remember he's there. And then this little droid for like one frame too. Bringing the batteries not included universe into Star Wars. Finally, I always knew that the batteries not included robots were actually from the Star Wars universe. It was like a crossover thing. It's like ET. It's all connected. I finally, we got a batteries not included robot. In Star Wars. Five ordinary people needed a miracle. Help us, somebody. Then one night, Faye Riley left the window open. 
Welcome to America. This is history. Machines that reproduce themselves. They're spaceships. From a very small planet. Steven Spielberg presents a Matthew Robbins film. Batteries not included. Or it's just a smoke alarm. <laughs> it's in every shot because as the show just gets hotter and hotter, it has to go off to let you know the show's getting too hot. Beep, beep, beep. Yeah, I wonder who this little cute little batteries not included robot droid belongs to. Hmm. 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 Maybe we'll find out in a few weeks. Then we got Reva Reva on a platform. This is the you can't escape him part. And then we cut to what we've all been waiting for. We got a gnarly arm. A robot arm getting attached on some grisly burned up skin. There better be like chicken nuggets on a stick. At Disneyland, in the stick, is like Anakin's robot arm. <laughs> and there's just meat. And then when you eat the meat, you can bring your robot arm and they'll like stick another piece of meat on it for you to chew off of it. I, I was looking at just that, that paper mache looking flesh with the robot arm going into and just thinking like, man, what in the world is Hayden going to look like? Because you know we're going to see his gnarly gross face and it is gonna be freaky yeah i like that they they chose to show the arm that we're used to also it's like his revenge of the sith arm and and it actually like that part of him still looks pretty good just to make the rest of them look even worse also all of this as getting major terminator 2 teaser trailer vibes building the machines Building the ultimate killing machine. So then we got the fifth brother, an imperial dude, and the new Inquisitor, like walking. Walking underwater. Yeah. I want to know more about that new Inquisitor. I know. Their little tentacle pigtails. I still think it's crazy that we're getting live action Inquisitors in general. It really is. That's potentially, at least as far as we know so far, the the craziest thing in the show, that... We didn't just get a Kenobi show that we got. Rebels Part 2 Kenobi show. We got a bunch of troopers aiming, stormtroopers, and you got some of those uh, purge troopers. They're all aiming. And then we see, what, the chest plate going into Vader's chest. And I never, ever even thought about this. That the I always thought that the chest plate was just part of like his like clothes, like Vader clothes that he would wear. Never thinking that the chest plate would like go in with like spikes into his actual chest. I know this, this is probably maybe the most interesting part of this trailer because it is something that just never crossed my mind. And it's cool that they're kind of really going all in on the Frankenstein horror aspect of Vader, even more so than revenge of the Sith did with this. Cause also like we are distracted by watching the spikes go into him, but like, he doesn't have his uh, shirt on yet. Right. Yeah, off to the side, you can see like straps covering that paper mache skin. Yeah, and like he's got like a, a muscular meat arm. <sighs> so it's almost like he puts this stuff on and then like his shirt goes over all this and there's like a hole in his shirt for his belly thing to like pop out of. It was so crazy. 
yeah, there's got to be just like holes in like his flesh for that thing, like the little chest plate thing to like like go into like his heart, right? Because that's like his like I'm on monitor thing. I'm like working correctly, right? Like it's not just monitoring his suit; it's like monitoring his entire his insides too, his guts. It's like all of this. It's just like it's so cool because like you know we've had all this time with vader like good guy vader kind of vader the the tragic bad guy that we loved by the end of return of the jedi and you know it's like rogue one in the hallway was again like remember vader vader used to be scary and now this is just doubling down on like remember vader is actually really really scary yeah Man, yeah, and just the idea if we're going to actually, unlike Rogue One with the hints of it, see this stuff and then see Hayden's face. And just the fact that it's real Hayden and he is actually older now. So, like, even without all the makeup, is this going to feel like he's been Vader a long time? And then when they put the makeup on top of that, man, yeah, it's going to be crazy. It's just so amazing. I guess, and that's the thing, too. It's just so amazing that this show is happening, period. That it's 2022, and we've got Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen as Obi-Wan Kenobi and Darth Vader slash Anakin Skywalker. Like, we said this before in our last teaser trailer. I think we've been saying this this with this show for years, that it's Revenge of the Sith Part Two. The show is so crazy, I still I can't believe it's really happening, and maybe that's why it's like I'm terrified of this show because it's like we always wanted the Obi Wan Kenobi something to happen, but now it's really happening, and it's like oh my god, here we go, no, here we go. Well, and we know what Deborah Child's capable of. We know what Ewan McGregor's capable of. We know what Hayden Christensen's capable of. We know what all of this, all the possibilities could be in that. As little as they've shown us, there's enough to be like, man, this is going to be a lot of show. And we've seen so little. Yeah, and it's like what Obi-Wan kind of with his eyes closed and he opens his eyes after we see the chest thing go in. Who knows? This could be like out of context, but it sure looks like the expression on Obi-Wan's face that he's sensing Vader. Or he's sensing something very bad is coming. Yeah. Something definitely not good is going on. <sighs> and that's, again, taking us back to the beginning. That's, it's like, where, where is this all going to go? What is the progression for Obi-Wan? Does Obi-Wan think that Anakin died on that hill in Mustafar? Is this the first time Obi-Wan is realizing that Anakin is alive and he's more machine now than man and he wants to kill him? And that makes the threat against Luke and Leia even more severe. Well, and I'm just thinking now when we're talking about this too, like is there a part where he feels like he needs to try to save Anakin? And is there a part where he willingly goes after Vader because he thinks he can save him? Well, and that's like what we were saying. And does Obi-Wan just hit a brick wall because he tries to speak to Vader? And 
there's no winning that battle. There's no, at least for, for Obi-Wan and probably for Yoda, there's, it's a dead end street. You might as well focus on Luke. And that makes sense also with Rebels, where Maul says to Obi-Wan, is he the chosen one? Whatever you're here for. And Obi-Wan is like, yes, it is. Luke is the chosen one. Luke is the one who will bring balance to the force for Obi-Wan, not Anakin. What this show is delivering, like you said, we know what all of this is capable of. It's also capable of killing us. Well, I just keep thinking every time I watch this of, I think it was, was it Book of Boba episode five? where the TV spot was just people getting into a spaceship and then random people getting out of a spaceship because they couldn't show anything from the episode. (laughs) Yes. So this is kind of the Kenobi equivalent of that, of, hey, we want to show you something, but we can't really show you anything. Well, very, very, very soon, they're going to be showing us a lot. And, yeah, I can't wait. I mean, here on Blast Points, we are going to be doing, I know in the, past i'm like mando and book of boba we did patreon recaps we are going to be doing regular episode recaps saturdays are going to be the new tuesdays when kenobi is out where we're going to have episodes coming out on saturdays and over on the blast points army side we're going to have a brand new thing kenobi commentaries where we're going to go even more in depth so we've got a lot of kenobi coverage coming your way very soon. Yeah. Yeah. Basically June is Kenobi month. Kenobi madness, Kenobi fever, Kenobi sickness, Kenobi insanity, all of the above. Check all the boxes. Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. But you know the deal, everybody, with Apple Podcast Reviews. Go over there, write a little something nice, leave us a five-star review. We love it. It helps more people find the show. And make sure you check out our website, BlastPointsPodcast.com, and you follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And if you're on Facebook, make sure you're in our Super Chill group. And yeah, the Blast Points Army on Patreon. You know the deal with that. Lots of stuff coming up. Lots of stuff with Celebration. Blast Points Army people are going to hear our daily recaps from celebration first before everybody else does we'll be back with more celebration month just in a matter of days with our celebration tips and tricks episode with special guests who i'm sure you figured out after listening to the last episode but if you haven't you're gonna have to wait a few more days (laughs) and don't forget sunday celebration 2 p.m creatures of return of the jedi us, Tom Spina, Kirk Thatcher, Amy Ratcliffe is going to be there. It's going to be crazy. The Twin Suns room. What's going on? I checked again this morning. We're still part of it. They haven't taken us off yet. Good, good. It's still at 2 o'clock. So. <laughs> it's still at 2 o'clock, and we're still listed as being part of it. That's what makes me nervous. I'm like, did they, did they figure it out yet? <laughs> Just remove us from it? No, we're still part of it. So you're going to want to be there. We're going to be there. It's going to be crazy. You know we're going to be talking about it more in the days and weeks to come. But that about wraps up this special bonus episode 310 for this Kenobi teaser trailer teaser thing. (sighs) I don't know. I don't know, Gabe. I don't know. It's like we're laying on the railroad tracks and there's a freight train coming. You might even say... 
we're on a freight train. We're on a freight train coming. In the immortal words of Jim Gillette. <laughs> and we think that the train's coming, but Kenobi's going to rip through the screen and scream at us. So on that note, everyone, we'll talk to you all very, very soon. Thank you for listening. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. May the force be with you. Goodbye, old friend. May the force be with you.